North State Public Radio, I'm Ava Norgrove with your headlines for Friday, March 1st. Valley's Edge, the 1,500-acre development on the southeast side of Chico, has been controversial, in part because of perceived wildfire risk. Chico voters will decide the development's fate on Tuesday, when two related measures will be on the ballot. NSPR's Jamie Xiong explains. Former Chico Fire Chief Bill Hack says the homes planned in Valley's Edge will meet the highest standards for fire safety. That's metal roofs, covered vents, defensible space requirements, and firefighting resources close by. It's actually going to be as safe as you can build a community in the state of California. But some argue even those fire-safe technologies might not stand a chance against increasingly extreme megafires. Jacqueline Chase is Professor Emerita of Geography and Planning at Chico State. She criticized the project at a panel discussion in February. She said she doesn't believe homes can be safely built in the wildland-urban interface. So the magnitude and the unpredictability of wildland fire under climate change should give planners a reason to say no to sprawl. Jared Geyser is a project coordinator for Altical Audubon. He says for him, the biggest reasons to oppose Valley's Edge have to do with the environment. The project will build over wetland and grassland habitats critical for endangered plants and animals. Climate change and, and the wildlife habitat loss that is proposed are, are two of the biggest issues here that I see. Um, but another critical one is going to be wildfire. Geyser says the development will destroy the natural buffer that helped protect Chico from the campfire in 2018. But Hack, the former fire chief, says a community planned with fire safety in mind can itself provide a buffer against wildfire. And he says Chico desperately needs more housing. In Chico, I'm Jamie Jiang. Before Butte County voters next week are two district supervisor incumbent positions being challenged by newcomers. We'll have an interview with District 5 incumbent Doug Teeter coming up later in headlines. Stay tuned. For now, unhoused people are dying at a rate two and a half times greater than during previous decades. In California, D.C., and nine other states, over 22,000 people died while experiencing homelessness. That's what researchers from the University of Pennsylvania and New York University found from looking at death records from 2011 to 2020. They say the average age of death for unhoused people was 51. That's about 27 years younger than the U.S. average. Overdoses accounted for about a third of the deaths. The next highest cause was heart disease. Study authors said the most shocking finding was that a majority of the deaths were preventable. And they conclude that better access to medical treatment and safe housing could slow what they call a near-unrelenting increase in unhoused deaths. And in other news, a blizzard warning is now in effect for the greater Lake Tahoe area. Michelle Mead is with the National Weather Service. The storm is here. We are anticipating major impacts from this with some uh, potential for folks to be without power for several days. The storm is expected to drop up to 10 feet of snow in the mountains around Lake Tahoe by the weekend. And wind gusts will get as high as 110 miles an hour over Sierra ridges. That will create whiteout conditions and near-zero visibility, making travel dangerous to impossible today and into Saturday morning. Speaking of the winds, we have trended higher on Friday, so the expansion of the wind advisory now includes a majority of the Sacramento and northern San Joaquin Valley, mostly for Friday. Southerly winds in the Sacramento region will range from 20 to 30 miles per hour, with gusts up to 50 miles an hour. And Butte County residents are being advised to prepare for that strong storm buffeting the North State. Power outages and road closures are likely. Butte County released a statement on Wednesday advising residents to gather supplies like phone chargers, flashlights, and enough food and water to last through the weekend. 
Officials say that residents should also have blankets, firewood or pellets on hand, and ensure they have a supply of essential medications. A blizzard warning is in effect for Westwood, Chester, Greenville and Paradise due to snow accumulations up to 10 feet. Strong winds and rain are also expected across northern California and the Sacramento Valley. Saturday is expected to see the most severe weather impacts, according to the National Weather Service. And finally, NSPR has been interviewing candidates vying for slots on the Butte County Board of Supervisors ahead of the primary election. In District 5, incumbent Doug Teeter is running against newcomer Julie Threet. Teeter spoke with NSPR about his top issues, including Butte County's budget. This year, instead of making cuts, we looked at reserves. Butte County has always been strong on uh, keeping a good reserve. One, it helps our credit rating, uh, but also, you know, we knew at some point that we were going to need it. And so that's that, I think, is number one issue, because then it comes down to, like, public safety. You know, your DA, your probation, and your fire, your sheriff, those are all paid out of what's called the general fund. It's not the state and federal mandated funds. And so you only have, like, one-fifth of our budget to allocate to a whole bunch of things. How do you plan to kind of address that and kind of work on that? You know, that's <laughs> it's like the million-dollar question. Right. The board uh, asked uh, staff to bring on a consultant and, and look at some options. And uh, the consultants were hired to look at, you know, two things. One was a standalone library funding, and then the other would be more like what uh, Chico and Paradise and Orville did, where it's kind of a, a general tax increase. The consultants did um, <clears throat> a poll and the poll for a standalone library didn't get the numbers, but the general one, the way they phrased the questions to folks, um, just kind of made it. Is it the perfect solution? You know, my politics is like, oh, I don't want to pay more taxes. But, you know, there's the other side of I also want uh, safe streets. So specifically within your district, you know, um, you mentioned namely Paradise. What are some of the most critical issues there? Do you, do you still see the budget being like the biggest kind of hard hitting or is it something else? After the fire, uh, it's been a lot more challenging with code enforcement. You had folks that had homes uh, or rentals. <clears throat> and, you know, when those burned and went away, the the codes, you know, didn't allow for alternative ways of living. Uh, there's a lot of challenges in in trying to thread that needle of compassion, but also you know the expectation that we've all had with our current zoning and rules. That's kind of the challenge in the burned area or the areas in proximity to the burned area. Uh, the folks you know in in the woodland areas they think they're next, and rightfully so. And so you know advocating and and getting the roads maintained uh, to help facilitate evacuation, supporting the sheriff for better means of communicating, um, like Alert FM, uh, that's a priority. And then, you know, the, the new folks in Chico and Oroville that are within the incorporated area is like, what the heck, Doug, why are you representing us? Um, but then it comes to, you know, I think the, the homeless and the unhoused is a, a thing that's near and dear to them um, and, you know, with social services and mental health, you know, that's where the county can hopefully help. Um, but it's such a, a pressing issue that um, I, I don't know if we'll ever truly succeed, succeed. But we definitely have tools in our toolbox that we can keep trying to get 
unhoused or homeless off the streets. And so I think for my communities that are in incorporated areas, uh, that's part of the challenge. And that's part of the reason I want to be, you know, the supervisor for another four years. That was Butte County District 5 incumbent Doug Teeter. We also spoke with District 5 challenger Julie Threet. If you missed that interview, you can find it at mynspr.org. And those are your headlines for Friday, March 1st. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Eva Grove.